It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025 it finished at Celtic Park Celtic 2 Rangers 1 That does not tell the full story Celtic were dominant Very much so In the first half Alfredo Morelos was sent off For an elbow On Scott Brown Odson Edward had put Celtic in front And then The 10 man Rangers came roaring back An equaliser From Ryan Kent It was then end to end stuff It was nervy But Celtic do What they've done so often James Forrest with the winner And that is the way it finishes 13 points clear At the top Hugh Keevans, the title is in the bag, yes? Yes, yes. There comes a point when you owe it to your own intelligence to say, with 13 points of a lead, seven games to play, the ability to lose four of those seven games and still win the title, it will not happen. Celtic now have eight in a row and it is for Rangers now to think about what they need to do to stop Celtic making it nine in a row and Stephen Gerrard is already on record as saying he needs money money is the thing in his estimation that will mm. close the gap Gordon DL still with us Mark Wilson and Alex Ray as well are the players now off the field Gordon there was a bit of a bit of pushing and shoving and all sorts at the end how would you describe what just happened at full time well I just, I just caught the tail end of it Gordon and I think everybody was involved from the dugouts they all come running over it was just uh, in front of us I said earlier that I think players staff have got a responsibility um, especially at the end of the game when Celtic scores so late and the Celtic fans are going well because they really believe that is a league uh, title over with 13 points will be too much but um, you can't you can't get involved in that. Uh, you really can't. It was disgraceful. You've got to behave yourself. Um, but on the game, I've got to say, I think Rangers will be a bit disappointed. This could have turned out a real poor afternoon for Neil Lennon. I thought some of his decisions were poor. You know, he makes a substitution. I thought he would have probably made that at half time. But he brings on Tom Rogic. And he does not even look 50% fit. Never mind 90 or 100%. Um, I thought his substitutions were really, really poor and he got away with it. And he got away with it because of Rangers' bad mistake. Tavernier, I have no idea. He's not really under any pressure. What is he doing? I cannot believe it. And it gives the opportunity for Celtic to cut the part, score the winner and get three points. But Steven Gerrard will be happy with the second half. And I've got to give him credit as a manager. It was so easy just to put everybody behind the ball. He decided not to do that. He played two up top. He played three in the middle of the part. And he thought, right, we have to go for it. And I thought Rangers really, on their performance in their second half, I thought they were very unlucky not to get away with a point from Celtic Park today. 01419511025, that's the number you need. We're here till four o'clock. We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB. We're going to hear from Neil Lennon. We're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard. So strap yourselves in. Let's speak to Charlie and Canvas Lang, who's a Celtic fan. First up, hi Charlie. Oh, good evening, lads. How are you doing? I, I must have I must say thanks very much. I had the telly turned down and I was listening to your commentary because I prepared it. So thank you very much for that. You've made it much entertaining than what it actually was the telly. To be honest, I'm going to say as a Celly fan, it was, it was embarrassing for Celtic. I think Rangers with 10 men was 10 times better. They played far nicer football, far better football. They had the ball far longer. For me, Celtic, something has to change. They will not win nine in a row next season unless there's big changes. Rangers were not far away today. I actually feel sorry for them in a bit because only for two mistakes, that's all it was, two mistakes, that changed that game for Celtic. It was not good football, it wasn't playing well. It was two mistakes and I think they just should, the fans should walk away today and hold their head up high because that's two games in a row. 
to be honest, I think they've played Celtic off the park. They've actually played better football than what Celtic have. Home and away. They got the result away, and now today they were unlucky. But quite honestly, I think Rangers was a better team without, without a doubt today. Charlie, I've I've got to disagree with you there In in terms of you're saying Rangers played Celtic off the park And by far the better team I don't think that was the case I think Celtic controlled the first half Without really creating much They scored a fantastic goal Second half they came out They were lackadaisical And like you put it Were looking like they were waiting for Rangers to come out And Rangers did come out And for 40 minutes Rangers did play some nice football And looked dangerous And got their rewards However, Celtic still had the ability and quality to sense danger and capitalise on mistakes from Rangers and show the quality to score goals and then hold out. You know, you're speaking almost like Celtic have lost the game there. And and listen, I've played in plenty of these old firm games and I couldn't care less if there was two, three, four mistakes and I won 3-0, 4-0 off every mistake. There's no doubt in my head that Neil Lennon will be in that dressing room just now, delighted, regardless of how things go. Because these games aren't black and white. I think there's a lot of Celtic fans that turn up to Celtic Park when Rangers come along and expect Celtic to roll them over 4-5-0 and five nil every time. And it's not the case. It's never as simple as that. I think, I think, sorry, I, th- I think partly the, the problem that, that they've had uh, is that Celtic have dominated these fixtures for the last two and a half years, Mark. You know, they've, they've had the fours, the fives, they've, they've cantered it. And you see this today where it was a lot more closer. A lot of the game was down to 10 men, Rangers. And there's a frustration, but there has to be a realisation as well that this Rangers team are better than the actual mm-hmm. couple of, you yeah. know, their previous, previous couple of years here. Uh, Charlie, on you go. What would you have to say in response to Mark? I totally I feel for Stevie Gerrard because I think to be honest he's a very good manager I think he's proven it so far when it comes to the old firms in my opinion I think he's doing a great job uh, I think if he gets a bit of investment I don't think it'll be as pushy and as easy as what it's been this season for Celtic if Stevie Gerrard gets a bit of money next season and Rangers get a bit of investment it'll make it a far better league and it'll make it far more interesting football but I'll tell you what they're not far away well money at the same time as Rangers invest so will Celtic because we now move in to that critical stage where Celtic have eight in a row next season they're going for nine and everyone knows that the entire Celtic support men, women and children live only for Mm. the thought of ten in a row so the Celtic board will have to back whoever is the manager of the club uh, and at one stage today, I thought that Neil Lennon's chances of becoming manager on a full-time basis were hanging by a thread when it was one all, and Rangers looked the likelier team to score. Uh, I thought he was hanging by a thread. Now he's won the game. Now the treble treble is still on. Uh, and uh, if he gets a treble, then of course he's in the frame. Mm. It would be naive to suggest otherwise. But he's still on trial. But whoever is manager of Celtic... Celtic have to back that manager or the supporters will want to know why not. It's a big summer here for both clubs really. When you, you actually touch on it there the now that some of the players who won't be at Celtic, regardless of who the manager is and also with Rangers, you know, you look at Warrell, Ken, mm. uh, Davis, Defoe so, and then you look at Celtic, you've got Bayata leaving, possibly Lustig, Azagiri and then you've got the, the lone players like Tolian, Buck, Weir, so Big, big summer mm. for both yeah. clubs Yeah, Gordon Dale It's always interesting Straight away after a game Because you, you, you've lived The emotions of the game um, and, and perhaps that's your sole focus If you're able to take a step back And assess the bigger picture Celtic have gone 13 points Clear On the 31st of March So on, the, on, on paper That looks good But 
if you watch some of the individual moments in games or whatever, that's where people are, are wanting a bit more. Yeah, 13 points is too much, Gordon. Uh, the league is over. It'll be interesting, as Hugh said, obviously Rangers are desperate to get investment into this team. I think they certainly need it if they're going to challenge Celtic next year. Um, but Celtic will spend. But it'll be interesting at the end of the season to see who the manager is. You look at Neil's come back to Celtic Park. He's in the driving seat, of course he is. And today, Mark's right, it's all about winning. It's all about three points. But he's scoring, they're getting late goals. You know, Dundee, Hearts, and even today when they looked like they were really struggling, uh, they get the late goals and they find some way to get the three points. Is that enough for the Celtic supporters? Because round about me, some of the Celtic supporters were not happy with the decisions that the Celtic manager was making. Well, you, you highlight one yourself, Gordon. Tom Rogic, and you said it, wasn't even half fit. The way he went after a ball late in the game was embarrassing as Mark Wilson said he looks as if he's running backwards rather than forwards so how you can have that player on the park for me defies belief uh, so and Sinclair Sinclair come on in the midst of a season where Sinclair does nothing but he can get you a regular goal perhaps that was the sole motivation but he did precisely nothing in the game uh, so I was baffled by the substitutions as well. Yeah, I've got to say, Hugh, um, at half time I knew that you know Neil maybe have thought about a change because of the ten men make the the pitch bigger. Burke has got all the pace in the world, and I was very surprised he didn't come on the pitch because Rangers. I've got to give them a lot of credit. They did not sit back like I thought they were going to do. They pushed men forward. Tavernier get forward. Candace and Kent played through the middle at times. They were getting Halliday up the left-hand side. So for me, I thought it would have been tailor-made for the pace of Burke yep. to come on the wide areas. Uh, OK, let's speak to Hira, who's a Rangers fan in Thornley Bank. What's your point today? Hi, panel. Uh, I'm a very, very disappointed Rangers fan. I believe that in the second half, we showed the determination and we the fight. If we'd showed that in the same in the first half, we could have got more at the game. And uh, my my main point is Morelos. He's a liability. Steven Gerrard needs to realise if he can punt him in the summer and get over £10 million for him, punt him, get the money and get yourself a striker There's no going to let you down and no let the fans down. Because at the end of the day, when we watch the game, we're the ones that are getting let down. He's getting his money. Do you know what I mean? So that's my main point. Mel needs to go. My, Having him... Sorry. My, I'm just going to say to you that my worry about uh, Morelos would be that everyone else looking in on Scottish football can see that he's a liability, can see that he has no self-control whatsoever. Uh, you've got a hard sell in Scotland Because people out with the country say oh, Well he only scored these goals in Scotland However He could go And he could go for decent money But I'm now beginning to wonder If he's been sent off so often Has made it so abundantly clear That he has no self-control I'm beginning to wonder if Rangers Could actually get good money for him that, Because this debate Alex is we tend to ground in circles with it. You completely understand and respect an, an appetite on the on the part of the Rangers fans to defend their man yes. and stick up for him. And if they want to believe that people are a bit hard on him or have been out to get fine, but at what point did, at what point do you come back and, and ask Alfredo Morelos yeah. to behave differently? The the thing that strikes me, Gordon, is that Alfredo Morelos is the guy who has the answer to this because by him reacting. He then gives people a decision And this is the fifth time Obviously one's been rescinded 
We've got callers coming on now saying that, you know, he's costing them and punt them and the whole bit. And I think it's important to get it in perspective because he has been a revelation in terms of the positive stuff, which is actually scoring 29 goals, terrorising yeah, people. Seconds. But then you have the other side of the coin, again, after Just 31 minutes, letting down his teammates today. So much so that you see Andy Halliday going to him in frustration. Andy Halliday was shown a second yellow card after the game finished in the tunnel for his part in the, the melee at the end. So Andy Halliday essentially was sent off as well. Uh, I'm sure we'll get the details of that a bit later on. Um, you want to come back in here? Hi. See, when, when Morelos gets sent off, Rangers actually played better. Sometimes I, I, I see Rangers players might rely on Morelos getting the goals, but when he's off, they show more determination and grit and fight to go and do what they have to do. And you know, sometimes I believe if you if you if you really let him go, get decent money in, and let's get a striker in and play him. Lafferty's no played, and you know you can't just stick him on. So we need we can't rely on one guy. We need to buy somebody, stick him in, give him a good run of games. Like Morelos did get a good run of games. That's why he's scoring. You can't just come on and start scoring. Do you know what I mean? You need to get you have, you have to get bled in. But one more thing I would say is Scott Brown needs to take a good look at himself. He knew exactly what he was doing. He knew Morelos was going to react when he when he was getting sent off. He was laughing. No, I, I, I think at the end of the day, I don't. Uh, you know you're getting that man sent off. He was he doing and get on with it, but he was laughing, big cheesy grin. You know what I mean? And, and, and in a way, for me, that's, that's a bit of a cheat. And he, if Scott Brown, me all right, fair enough. It's, Morelos is his own fault. He shouldn't have reacted. But Scott Brown should take. It's, I think somebody should look at that and say, Scott Brown, listen, you better. If this is an off the ball incident, if you want to prove yourself that you're better than Morelos, go and do a fifty-fifty challenge. Go and take him out and show him you're harder than him. Why are you doing off the ball? Crack his heels, well, get listen, a reaction, and give him ten a half. Your, your disappointment is getting the better of you. We'll just break down the incident. Scott Brown has a little nip. At Morelos It happens in every game Of every week Of every month Of every year In this country But Players don't respond In the way that Alfredo Morelos did And he left The referee with no option But To send him off And if A player Laughs at an opponent Going off In the the midst Of an old firm game That happens In every week Of every month Of every year As well Uh, Gordon Deal yeah, um, I think that Morelos will be very disappointed with his partner. But I've got to say, Gordon, for 30, was it 31 minutes he gets sent off, and he offered absolutely nothing. He, every time the ball went up to him, he lost it. Boyata was just pushing him aside, taking the ball off him. Ayer was very comfortable with him. I think the boy got frustrated. But you cannot have a centre forward, especially a centre forward, your goal scorer, five red cards in one season. Okay, the one up at Aberdeen got overturned, but you're, he puts himself in so bad a, a, a situation that he just seems that he can't get out of it. I think that Rangers, yeah, you don't want to let a goal scorer go, and Morelis is a good goal scorer, you've got to say, but is he worth the hassle of getting, you know, letting his teammates down time and time again? This was a big, big game for Rangers. They had to have 11 men in the park, they had to keep their discipline. I, I thought at the end there, Andy Halliday was very lucky. I know he got a second yellow in the, the, um, the tunnel, but I thought he was very lucky uh, to stay in the park. And you wish we we didn't have these incidents. There, there will be further question marks as well about Ryan Kent, Hugh, whether that should have been a red card. Yeah. So we're back to where we've been so many times. You know, Ryan Kent, I don't understand why it's not a red card. However, it's over and done with. My real concern would be that all week long, 
Uh, we've had Police Scotland advising on how supporters have to be properly seg- segregated. The Ranger supporters have been inside Celtic Park since half past ten this morning because police were demanding that the segregation be absolutely correct. Uh, and at the end of the game, and listen, we loved every minute of it. Every yellow, every red, every tackle, every goal, every goal mouth incident, we loved every second of it. But players and team officials have a mm. duty, a duty not to get involved in the mass melee that took place after the final whistle. John's a Celtic fan in Bishop Briggs. Hi, John. All right, panel. How's things? Good, thanks, John. What's on your mind after uh, that? Just about the game today. Just to say, I think the game had a roofing. It was uh, just to say the, the title's over as well. Uh, just like this to be humble about this as well. Rangers kind of deserved a bit of a draw at the game. Uh, second half I could see it coming we were, we were a, they were a man down and we were one nothing up but they came in they came in they kept fighting they got the goal but as it's been on the last few weeks so luck's been on our side we fought back we got the, we got the winner uh, I'd just like to say uh, well done to Neil Lennon I'll back them back them before he came in but some of his tactical things today were a bit a bit half his substitutions weren't they too weren't they too good and I'd just like to see what the panel thinks I, about that. I, I, listen, I, th- I think his substitutions, I mean, the only one I can question is, is Rogic. Yeah, to things. You know, at half time, I think we were all kind of alluding to the same thing that Rangers down to 10 men and Johnny Hayes going forward. And Hayes, had, given Hayes had been booked as well, just if it's booked. a small so factor. So Sinclair, who I thought Sinclair would have started the match, I think a lot of Celtic fans out there would have thought Sinclair started the match. I think there's anything wrong with that one. Rogic one didn't look fit The Tollian one is forced upon him At a time where Rangers are coming into the game He needed a left back on there So again, and Daz even says I I question his substitutions But I mean, two of them I I couldn't question The one with Rogic is If he's seen him in training He must have seen him being A bit more lively than what he produced today Yeah, yeah, because he looked way off up there So that's the only one I think about it And and Mark, again, going back to... uh, we will when there's a moan about this Celtic getting over the line with late goals, and you know the fans. Oh, it's late goals that are getting us there. But when I played for Celtic, and when I went to support Celtic as a kid, late goals were a thing that the club were were well known for. That they had the ability to keep going and win games at the end of the game when you thought they were getting nothing, you know, at the game. And Neil Lennon has just continued that. You know, you can't win every game four and five now. And under a, a difficult period where he's had to change things for Brendan Rodgers, you know, perfect way of football, he's still getting the job done. So I can't, I can't quite understand mm. the big moan I, about I, getting late m- goals maybe, when they win the games. Maybe it's a sign, Gordon DL, of how Brendan Rodgers set the bar. Because in football, like in, just forget about it. Let's don't make this a Celtic thing, a Rangers thing. We've all watched football across the globe, and it's always usually held up as being a good thing. Has been a sign of champions when you get yourself over the line. It's it's, meant, it's usually portrayed as a good thing. I'm not quite sensing that with regards to Celtic at the moment. Yeah, I, I think that Neil's tried to put his own stamp on the game. Uh, obviously, um, his team, sorry, he changed one or two things round about today. Where I was saying about his substitutions, now, you look at Tierney, for instance, I'm watching him in the first 45. The lad does not look 100% fit. It was up and down, yes, but in the second half you seen that it was getting worse and worse and he eventually had to come off the park. What I was trying to say then is, if Neil Lennon's looking at that, 
his, his obvious choice is to stay, right, OK, we'll keep Hayes on for 10, 15 minutes. If Tierney can't make it, he drops back into left back, they keep their shape, and they bring on a wide player, whether it be Scott Sinclair or Burke. But he mm. put himself in a position where he had to change his formation yeah. because of Tierney had to go off. And Cham, as another one to me, was a big gamble this afternoon because he didn't look that fit. And Tom Rogic, how Tom Rogic got on the pitch was beyond me. Right, let's, can we just leave it there? Because I want to let John back in, but we are already running late. So make your point briefly if you can, John. Uh, just there about uh, Tierney getting injured. That's what I thought this morning, too, that... Once I heard Hayes was in the squad, I seen as like he was in the squad and once like Tierney, who wasn't really like too confident they've been the full match. But I think Tierney was like got to somehow like pull up somewhere in the match and Hayes have been put back to left back and Buck with him brought on for a threat. But I just can't that's where I can afford this all kinda bit of rang. Alright, thanks to John and Bishop Briggs. We are gonna to have to leave it there. I'm sorry, we're running a bit late. We will hear from the managers as soon as we can. O one four one nine five one one oh two five. Let's hear from you as well. Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray and Gordon Diel are here on the day Celtic stretch their lead at the top to 13 points With a 2-1 win at home to Rangers Alfredo Morelos was sent off in the first half Andy Haldi was sent off after the game for a second booking And uh, it's all happening as usual, Hugh Evans, quite yes. simply Yeah, uh, it's been a terrific afternoon as a spectacle For the Rangers supporters, it's deep, deep frustration Because at 1-1, with 10 men playing 11 Celtic players It looked as if Rangers could have a memorable day And even get their first win at Celtic Park for nine years The Celtic supporters who have called in so far Have acknowledged the fact that Even on Old Firm Day They felt slightly sorry for Rangers Who deserved to get more out of the game However, I'm sure those feelings mm. will dissipate as the day gets on uh, Stephen Gerrard has given his reaction To the Alfredo Morelos sending off It's very interesting so stay tuned and we'll bring you as soon as we possibly can uh, Will he back him? Will he take more of a hard approach? Well you'll find out very soon Let's speak to Charlie who is a Rangers fan What did you take away from today Charlie? Well what I can say is um, I phoned in here after a Livingston game Seven games into the season And I turned around and says Morelis should never be putting a Rangers talk back on again uh, Europe, we made money in Europe he get the, he get sent off, right? We ended up he couldn't play, right? And we managed to scrape through into Europe and make some money, right? And he is doing big time then. Then he gave him a, a new contract, right? And we still had to persevere with him. He got us some more goals, and he stopped. He said, "I'll carry on." The thing is, I know. See this tavern here. Every single game, every single time he gets a game. What does he get a game every time for? He must just say he turns up and gets a game. I can't believe it. Uh, and I say, at the end of the day, see, see, see that I knew, at the back of my mind, we were going to get beat today. But we did get back in here again. Uh, and see for uh, the other two strikers we go at, Tim Defoe and uh, Lafferty, one waste of money. The two of them and all. So these three, these players that we've got uh, are, are no use for Rangers. I would get them shipped out straight away. Even Lafferty was even on the even on the bench today. So what's that all about? You know what I mean? Well, we understand that Lafferty wasn't even at Celtic Park, so uh, he is in football's uh, equivalent of Siberia with regard to Rangers. Uh, Defoe uh, 
lot of money per week in wages for not the best return. With regard to Morelos, for me, the big problem is he scores and he scores more than anyone else. He is a lot more than anyone else, else. but he is more unreliable than anybody else. And I think that Rangers will struggle to get the kind of money they think he's worth because people from outside Scotland are looking Mm. at the record, seeing the games, seeing the incident with Brown today and understanding that Alfredo Morelos has Zero self-control Alex, James Tavernier Obviously does bring a lot To the Rangers team We know it We know his goals We know his assists That said It's a a huge mistake And a huge Simple Basic mistake And it's cost It's cost Rangers the game today Not to say that he's the only person But you struggle to defend that piece of play Absolutely He'll be devastated Because he was very much instrumental In the equaliser Gordon So to, to Charlie's point He actually he contributed in that factor He's given goal with, with Candias And the ball through to Kent was really impressive But the actual goal that he gave The contribution in the goal For me, I can't understand what he's doing uh, You know, he's. I think when you look at both goals Candias giving away a simple ball in the middle of the park And then you look at Tavernier It was two gifts But again, you have to score it And Celtic were clinical in, in these instances So but you'll probably see this over the course of the next whatever on a couple of hours or so that you know there will be a scattergun approach. I thought Rangers, you know, handled themselves really well in the second half, going down to ten men again, back on the mistake. Uh, you know that Morelos continuously lets people down, and, and you know the boy has to learn. And uh, unfortunately, I'd be surprised if Steven Gerrard came out and defended him again today. I think I think Tavernier is outstanding going forward. You know, one of the best in our league at going forward. But I think there's a laziness to him. When he's in his own half I really do Whether that's Tracking runners Or You see his pass there I know it's a mistake But it's almost like A lazy Backwards pass You may say he's tired But it's a horrendous error But he could have Cost the goal as well And I, I highlighted it During the game When Sinclair went through And it's just a Acceptance a, You know Just allowing people To go by him And he's been done Many times before By Celtic And especially at Celtic Park In similar positions And you know, he does keep playing, but understand why he keeps playing. I mean, who else would Rangers play in that position? I know they've got Flanagan, but he's not really he's not really going to give you much going forward. So, understand the problem. But going back, James Tavernier does not look interested uh, in anything defensively. Other side, it, terrific going forward. And he, he played a big part in that goal. Gordon Deal. Yeah, I agree with Mark. I think that his strengths are definitely uh, in the four, uh, final third going forward uh, with Candace doing the right-hand side and whipping some good balls in. He's great at set plays as well, but his defending is woeful. He's, he's absolutely schoolboy at times. And, you know, it's an unforced error to hand Celtic the, the second goal and the winner. What he's doing, it's just a lack of concentration. It's slack. I would play him every week. I think he's the best option that Rangers got. Plus the fact Steven Gerrard obviously thinks a lot of him because he's a club captain as well. But uh, he's defending. As I said earlier, Gordon, I've said this from day one here. I don't think Rangers can win the league when they've got a defence that they've got. Mm. I don't think there's enough strength in that defence to come to places like Celtic Park and say... You're not going to break us down. We're going to go away with a clean sheet and hopefully, you know, they can grab something at the other end. Because I thought this afternoon, second half, I thought the young guy, Kent, was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I suppose Hugh Keevans, what it 
it perhaps comes back to Is that while Celtic maybe aren't at their swashbuckling best They have players that If you make the mistakes They punish you yes. And that's what we saw today Yeah um, We've touched upon the summer being so crucial to, to matters now Celtic have eight Going for nine in a row at the start of next season Kent is Liverpool's property Is he going back there? Can Rangers afford to get him on a permanent deal? When you hear talk of the kind of numbers that uh, he could attract from another English club, for example. So he, Ryan Kent, would be pivotal to the, the season where Celtic go for nine in a row. And I think Rangers are going to have to investigate very seriously the job of making sure that he's there at Ibrox next season. Charlie? Well, as I say, Morelis, as I say, he's certain to go, definitely. I like him, we know he's the money to buy Kent. Kent and then we'll have somebody who's going to stay in the park for 90 minutes and day what he done the day absolutely brilliant goal you know what I mean and he was fouled a couple of times you know, and he never, re- never reacted or nothing uh, so we need somebody who's going to be in the park for 90 minutes uh, and then we can save ourselves well we'll get beat and that's that end of the story but Morelis as I say he's been sent half Crucial occasions, especially see that team in Europe. We wouldn't, we wouldn't do in Europe. He wouldn't be to blame for that at all. And that's managed to keep us above water where the money's concerned. I mean, it's a tough one, Gordon, because let let's not airbrush the first half an hour. Celtic were more dominant when Alfredo Morelos was on the pitch than they were when he wasn't. He he offered absolutely nothing, so it's, it's difficult to tell what what impact it had on the game. But it doesn't make it okay. No, it's uh, just a lack of discipline, and you let you let your your supporters down, you let your manager down, and you let your teammates down. It's absolutely ridiculous. And he sh- okay, he's a young lad. You can make excuses all you want, but as we've said earlier, five red cards. The discipline at Rangers just now needs sorted out because I think. Well, you guys seen it probably more than me uh, Kent was lucky to stay in the park I thought Halliday was lucky to stay in the park and then he gets a second yellow in the tunnel Stephen Gerrard's got a big job in addressing that but um, Morelos has really uh, you guys are saying about would somebody come in I do believe there will be buyers out there because you'll always find a manager or a coach or a club that can say we'll take this lad because he's, he's a terrific talent You've got to say he's a terrific talent and can score goals and clubs will take the chance on him because they believe they'll be the ones that can change him. Gordon, just to, to, to add to your point there in terms of Morelos, for me, when you look back to a year ago to where he is now, the progression... As a, as a player, I'm talking yeah. as a purely as a player here, Gordon, because the discipline's a totally different thing. I know he comes as a package, but when you're looking at it, I agree with Gordon that someone will come in and take a punt because goal scorers are few and far between. And then if they continues to progress in the manner what he did this current year, uh, you know, and then you always think that you can actually get in someone's head and help them mm-hmm. from the discipline point of view. Yeah, I suppose the concern would be, Hugh, that there are no there are no obvious signs that the discipline thing is improving at all. You could even make the case that it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm sure Stephen Gerrard backed himself to be the guy to do it. You know, Stephen Gerrard talks often if you've you know about Luis Suarez being the sort of brilliant talent and you have to try and manage the other side of it and Steven Gerrard would have backed himself to have an impact on Alfredo Morelos but it's just not happened yet Perhaps Morelos is in the wrong city Perhaps it's all too much for him, the Celtic Rangers rivalry The games appear to be too much for him He has never scored against Celtic and today, having contributed nothing he 
was suffering from a build-up of pressure within himself so that when he got a little nibble from Scott Brown, and that's all it was, as I say, something that happens every week of every month of every year on a football pitch. He got a little nibble and he lashed mm. out. Let's speak to Stevie and Bishop Briggs. Hi, Stevie. Hi, how are you doing, lads? Good, um, Stevie. Sure, just to basically go on there, what you're saying about Mr Morales. Um, I listened to what you said, nine ten million pound. Yes, I do agree with it. But now, with his record, clubs will be stooping about and watching. And I think what will happen is they'll go to Rangers and say, well, you know what, we'll give you four or five million. And if he's causing that much bother at Rangers... And someday at Rangers will say, you know what, we'll just take the four or five million. I don't think they will. They, they won't Not undersell. They won't undersell. Uh, right. You know, he's he's worth more money than that. Uh, whoever made the point earlier uh, was correct in that managers always believe that they can tame yep. the wildest spirit. It doesn't matter who you send them, and I've watched them over the years. The the real mavericks in our game. There's always someone who believes that they can turn the sinner. Into a saint And that there will be someone Who will feel that way about Morelos But I, I just think that He's let Rangers down I think for the last mm. time I don't think there's any comeback for him now I wouldn't be surprised If today Marked his last appearance Ever In a Rangers jersey No no for me No listen Wait a minute Just Steve if you bear with me He will most certainly play Depending on the, the extent of the The, the le- level of ban he will most certainly play Rangers He's are still, still an asset Rangers need to try and sell him and he, he is the number one goal scorer So for them to not play him Again you're still trying to get him To get a couple of goals To get into the 30s Then it may well be If they're deciding to sell him It may well be That you want to try and Get, a, get him going into the 30s Rather than sit him on the bench Because that's going to de- Devalue the actual asset Stevie you want to come back in? Yeah it's basically been Neil Lennon uh, I was on the programme Obviously when Brendan Rodgers Moved down to Leicester And I made a valid point A lot of Guys that heard me said the point was very valid and what I'll say to you, you weren't there that night and this is my main concern. Um, Neil Lennon, as far as I'm concerned, will get a Celtic job for the reason it saves Celtic money. They don't need to go to a club, pay money for a manager, all etc. A big name manager, give him a big salary. Neil Lennon will sort something out with him and give him it. My main concern is, will Neil Lennon take them that step further in Europe because that's what they need to do. They need to go a step further in Europe which means you need a big-name manager like Rafael Benitez, who I've been led to believe has made odds-on favourite for the job, and also David Moyes has come out in the paper saying he's interested in the job. Well, first of all, I don't believe, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this to you, and you're a Celtic supporter, I don't believe Europe bothers Celtic all that much anymore. Well, it's a chance to get £20 million that yeah, Rangers yeah. won't have, though, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are not bothered about signing the level of player that would take them to that next level in Europe. Uh, now, they are bothered, as you are, about ten in a row, and they now have eight, uh, and the managerial decision has to be taken. The board, well, Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell, the only two who count, they must know how feelings run among the Celtic supporters, and they must know that that squad will be. In need of severe overhaul in the summer Because Burke Burke is Celtic's Ryan Kent Would Celtic like to hold on to Oliver Burke? Are they willing to pay that kind of money To get Oliver Burke? I'm not sure Hugh And I'll tell you the reason being is When you look at Neil, If Neil Lennon's a gaffer You look at the the, the games In which he's not played of late he, he had an opportunity to put him back on today So for mm. me It would suggest that Neil 
has not seen them in the light that Brendan Rodgers did. I don't think. Quickly, sorry, I was going to say I don't think Celtic if Neil Lennon gets a job, it'll be because it's a cheap option. I don't think Celtic board will have any qualms of going and paying a bit of cash. They received nine million quid for Brendan Rodgers, and they paid him a hefty sum, a hefty wage, and it proved successful. It's not as if they've been stung by paying a large sum of money to a manager who's failed. I think they can see the benefits of that. So if Neil Lennon gets a job. I think it'll be because he's earned it and he deserves it. We're going to hear from both managers involved next. After they play, you have your say. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Alex Ray, Hugh Keevans and Gordon DL are here. We're here until four o'clock, so plenty of time to have your say on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. We're going to hear from the managers as soon as we possibly can. So let's speak to George, who's first up in Bears Den. Hi, George. Uh, good afternoon, panel. Um, yeah, I just wanted to uh, uh, lay my thoughts on the old firm game. Mm-hmm. Uh, entertaining as it was, um, I I just have concerns. I follow Rangers uh, as uh, well as following other teams like Scotland and Southampton and whatnot. And I just, you know, I'm just concerned about, you know, uh, Morelis and uh, Ryan Kent. Yes, right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll mention Ryan Kent first. Yes, he scored a great equaliser. But that off-the-ball incident with, uh, was it Scott Brown? Yes. You know, there's pictures on the BBC website that clearly highlight the incident. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the officials look at that along with the SFA and severely punish him. I mean, there's no doubt he's a good player, but I'd be very surprised if he if. He wasn't punished. Um, it was just lack of discipline. Same with Morelis. In terms of the actual uh, game, you know, um, I thought it was a very entertaining game. Uh, good end-to-end stuff. Um, I, let me put that you know, point to the guys first, George, and I'll let you come in. Gordon DL, I'm not sure if you've had the chance to see it back. You saw it in real time. Will we hear more of this Ryan Kent incident in the coming days? You may well, Gordon. Uh, I think Ryan Kent was very lucky to stay in the pitch. As as I said, I thought he was terrific second half. He played up through the middle. He scored a a really good goal, you've got to say. He's a very, very good player. But you've got to keep your discipline, especially in games like this. Scott Brown, you guys said it earlier, something like 35 of these games he's played in. He's very experienced. He knows how to wind people up. You've got to accept that. That's all part and parcel of the game. That's what happens in a football pitch sometimes. People get under your skin and try and get a reaction. Scott Brown certainly done that this afternoon, but Ryan Kent cannot be going and lifting his hands like that. He was very lucky to stay in the pitch. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, the, the fortunate thing for Rangers is that Morelos will miss... Uh, an as yet unspecified number of games but it doesn't matter because the league's gone Celtic won it today and likewise Brian Kent it's what Rangers do about Morelos and Kent that's important now I mean do they try to get rid of Morelos for the the highest sum of money they can yes they will Uh, do they try and get Kent from Liverpool on a permanent basis yes they should try Uh, listen we'll find out in the coming days We've, we've been over this whole process uh, about Ryan Kent Whether it's going to go any further I suppose what 
I think at the very least We don't agree on much I think we would, we'd all agree It's at least a booking Is it not? Yeah. I mean he, did, he didn't yeah. even get a booking for it So um, you, you don't hand out Retrospective bookings For something like that The question will be Was it violent conduct? And we'll find out In the coming days Yeah You're you're totally right there Gordon No card shown Was quite a baffling one uh, We said In the first half The amount of officials You know that Morelos thinks he can get away with things But the amount of officials To pick things up So even if Bobby Madden Doesn't see it Somebody must, must have seen it so that was a surprising one for me I think it was a red card um, I think Scott Brown obviously could have probably stayed on his feet But it highlights, you know, wrongdoing from Kent And, you know, a few minutes later Kent has a chance where he, he breezes by Tall Yan And he could have equalised for Rangers Albeit for a, a save from Scott Bain So it shows it could have worked out a quite important decision But uh, I'd be surprised if it if it doesn't get looked at Because it was certainly pretty obvious for us all to see with the, the TV pictures. Yeah, it's, I would have to see it again. We got, we got one replay, and I'm not exactly sure where he caught him, you know, uh, and the force of it all. So that will have to all be taken into consideration. And uh, again, if, I, it, I, if, it, if it's to the face, the, the force is, is not as relevant. You yeah. know, there's a, a different test, if you like, if it's yeah, to the face. That, so just, I'd, have to, I'd have to see it again. Uh, and again, obviously, we'll see that tonight, and we'll be able to comment better, more categoric tomorrow night show. But again, it gives people the opportunity. And the one thing the Rangers management team, the Rangers players can take forward. Scott Brown is not going to change. Next year, this is all going to replay again. He is going to try and get under people's skin. And you have to stand above that. Because here's the thing, and this will be the view from many Rangers fans. Jordan McDonald says, I'm disgraced with the standard of refereeing. Red cards for Halliday and Morelos. Why is nothing done to protect players? I'm sick of Scott Brown being an aggravating sod, he says. The, the, the difficulty comes here is aggravation is not a sending off offence. No, no. Scott Brown was booked for an offence that was worthy of a yellow card. So it's not as if he off scot free. No pun intended. But Scott Brown, as Gordon DL confirmed, was doing nothing that you can't see on every other professional football field in this country. On any mm. given weekend or midweek And Alex, you, you, you back that up Over your career, I'm going to guess yes. And you can tell me if I'm wrong You see at corners, players stand on each other's toes all Everything. the time Go They nip, they pull This is not, this is nothing new The, 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 the key is to try and not react to it yep. Gordon, I, did, I, did you experience all that in your career? Gordon, I experienced it uh, on me And also used it laterally as well When you get a wee bit more streetwise And you try and use as any advantage as possible I remember doing it to... Kamara at Celtic one time I gave him a little nick behind the head He's got me by the throat The next minute he's booked And I had a lovely big smile on my face So these things happen all the time And it's just about using Every tactic in the book yep. As long as you don't overstep the line And I wish more Rangers players would do it To try and rail up Celtic players uh, And unfortunately Scott Brown does it Time after time And from a Celtic's perspective that you know What's a treat Because people are falling for it Adversely mm. Rangers need to try and learn The, uh, the tricks of the game Alex is not having it on Twitter Why is Scott Brown exempt from criticism? Feigning injury to get players sent off Is not part of the game It's cheating Morelos catches him in the chest Not the face Well uh, people just speak from the depths of disappointment They see what they want to see They hear what they want to hear It is disappointment talking It is not any rational point of view Gordon going back to that point there In terms of There's one way to stop Scott Brown, Brown feigning things Don't throw the elbow Yes Yeah but uh, listen I'm sick of hearing this uh, And it was the same way you Remember Scott McKenna He didn't really catch him here He caught him there And uh, you know 
And it always seems to be the same from Morelos. Oh, he didn't quite catch him or he caught him on the chair. The thing is, he's swinging arms, he's he's kicking out at people, or there wasn't any force in his kick. He's still doing it. That's yeah, the easiest way to stop tw- it is tweeting in and the fans who, who keep saying that need to realise he's putting himself in this position. Mark, this so is we the, need to highlight it. This is the same Alfredo Morelos who got away with absolute murder against Celtic earlier in the season. He got away with three different offences, all of which could have been red cards. So it's not as if we're talking about someone who is being victimised by referees or anybody else. He is a fool to himself. Let's speak to Frank in Kilmarnock. Who is the standout for you today, Frank? Um, one man. Uh, don't get me wrong, not one man. That'd be quite harsh. I thought there was a good few players on the pitch. But Ayer, to me, big Christopher Ayer, he became a man today, um, a leader. Um, his tackle in the 88th minute um, Gordon will remember it Was colossal And I think that's the one Mark's talking about When Kent pulls the ball Across the box mm-hmm. I thought he was just outstanding yeah, He became He was a rock um, When it went one each And Celtic looked as if They were wobbling with injuries um, he, he just raised his game He was a man And he bossed the defence And I thought he was outstanding um, I think he was pivotal um, Pivotal Sorry um, And I just That was one of my points I think Neil got away with one today If I'm honest Let's like, put the first one to the guys Frank And I'll let you come back in Gordon Gill mm. Ayer Is he worthy of the praise Frank gives oh, him Oh yeah yeah. Especially second half Gordon First half Celtic Had most of the ball And what he's very good at Is coming from the back Out into the middle of the park And creating things He's a very good user of the ball he, He's very good at running with the ball But in the second half He had to do the defending side of the game and he celebrated his last about three, four minutes to go, the tackle. He celebrated it with the goalkeeper like they just won the World Cup. <laughs> I'd love to see that. It's passion. It's, it means a lot to him. I thought second half especially, it was by far Celtic's best player. Quickly, Frank, on the second point, if you can. Yeah, um, I think Neil got away with one today. Um, he's a Celtic man, and we we'll always thank him for that. Um, but I thought he gambled with his team selection. There was a lot of unfit players there. Um, question marks and if you know you've got some question marks over your defence um, why make that substitution at half time that's where I do disagree with Mark Wilson because I think that could have, that is um, but um, I think we need a new manager for next season we'll thank Neil hopefully we'll do a treble treble um, and just everybody's highlighting Morelis it's not just Morelis it's got a discipline problem Rangers full stop I've got a discipline problem you look at the actions of Halliday at the full time when he got his red card he could have uh, Caused a massive, massive ruckus in that pitch. I know it got a bit fisty cuffs, and you guys haven't seen it yet. Kent is 100% a red card, so Rangers have had discipline problems all season. Um, and I think the manager needs to look at himself there. The footage of the after game stuff used is not satisfactory at the moment. So. No, no, no. Anyway, that's what uh, compliance officers and so forth are there to deal with. But Frank makes two perfectly valid points. Today was a major afternoon for Christopher Iyer. Yeah, he's going to end up with a a, a face like Rocky Balboa, but uh, he he uh, he has started to become a, a great defender for Celtic. And Frank uses a the, the opposite phrase there. Neil Lennon got away with one today. Strong words from Stephen Gerrard coming up next. After the action, it's your reaction. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray, Gordon Dale are here and waiting to take your calls. So get in touch or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB, especially to tell us what you make of this. Stephen Gerrard at full time. 
Very disappointed with the results. Um, I said before the game, obviously, if it goes to 13 points, it's more damaging than it was before the game. So in terms of the results, very disappointed and, and frustrated for it. Can you defend Alfredo Morel? No, not no more. I've gone above and beyond for, for Alfredo. I continue to protect him, support him and love him as, as the player and the person he is, but I've got to draw the line under it now and he, he'll be punished internally. I'm going to recommend to the board he's fined a week's wages. I'll also recommend that that fine should go to the supporters that came today because they're the ones who'll suffer from his lack of discipline and also his teammates as well. The, te- the money's no use to the teammates, it's more use to the supporters, so that's what I'll recommend and we'll see what happens from there. Do you think he can change? That's a question you'll have to ask the player himself, I think. I'm sitting here hoping, I'm wishing, I'm waiting. I can honestly say I'm done art. I've done everything I can. His teammates have done everything they can. Me staff, support staff, do everything we can. At the same time, there's been other ill-discipline throughout the team, throughout the season, that's hurt us. The rules will change moving forward. Yeah, I'll, I'll deal with that. What would you say about the discipline of some of your other players? Well, I think you can say that for both sides. I'm not sure you support, but... There's definitely both sides on that, I think. But I'll analyse it all and we'll see the outcome of decisions and referees' reports and, and we'll go from there. That's all I can say on it right now. I've not had the chance to analyse each and every uh, situation just yet. Did you think, with a bit more belief, that your team maybe could have won that game? I don't think we lacked belief today. I think maybe we did in the um, opening 20 minutes or maybe till we went a goal down, but f- for some reason we found... Unbelievable belief and character and bottle and bravery from that moment. And 10 v 11, we were much the better team. At 1 1, we have an excellent chance with Ryan Jack to go and get ourselves in front. And then another individual mistake costs us. And again, we have a chance to take something from the game when Joe Waddle could have put his year through the net and into the stands. Um, so there's a lot about the performance to be proud of from my point of view. It doesn't feel like that right now because the results in all firms tastes a little bit worse and feels a little bit worse right now straight after the game but big picture we've proved today it took us a while to believe but we've shown again that at times we're much better than Celtic today a simple question and a simple response can you defend Alfredo Morelos no says Stephen Gerrard that was the sound of a manager washing his hands of a player he was then asked can you change him in any way and he said you need to ask the player if he can change uh, so Stephen Gerrard Is owning up to the fact That he has Done his level best He has gone above and beyond To use his own description mm. He cannot do anything To help Alfredo Morelos It is a lost cause Unless Morelos Can do something To help himself So far he has shown No indication whatsoever That he can do anything To help himself He has Absolutely no self-control Rangers would be better Getting rid of him This is why it's difficult Alex Ray Because yeah. you <laughs> He's still Rangers biggest asset Absolutely uh, uh, is, is Stephen Gerrard right To come out and do that Because it sends a message To the player or, but, or does it also advertise The fact that Even we think He's got a disciplinary problem Gordon I, I think it was time That Stephen Gerrard Came out And actually called him out There's come a point Where you have to defend him They've gone above and beyond the backroom staff, he, him himself, Stephen Gerrard, the players. So this may well be the wake-up call that the boy needs because the manager is not defending publicly anymore and he's come out and saying he needs to change his ways. I said recently that he needs some help as well because it's it's very, fairly evident to me that this is a lack of uh, control, he's one of his emotions. Uh, and 
ultimately is costing people And you can see that frustration with And let's uh, be honest Alex when, when you said that You got battered by a lot of Rangers fans yeah, you know why? Why are you not backing him, Alex? You're a former Rangers player. Why are you not? But why are you not him. sticking up but for I him? I was backing him because the actual thing that I said, Gordon, if he manages to get on top of this behaviour, you have a better player. So that makes total sense to me that you get a guy who is not behaving like this. Keep him on the pitch because he is the likely guy. I've, and the thing is, and this is the thing that Rangers fans, for me, I have defended him in terms of his goals. Are second to none in the season For me he's one of the standout player of the years His progression in the last year Has been brilliant in terms of his all round game But this Behavioural issue Is actually dragging him down So I'm saying if he got help with that And this is no jumping on the media bandwagon This is just my experience saying if he gets Help with this Then we have a better player on our hands And who benefit for that? Yeah. Rangers, the player and uh, it makes total sense then John's a Rangers fan You've just heard Stephen Gerrard's response John, what do you make of it? Um, do you know what? Um, I think that, that Stephen Gerrard uh, is 100% correct um, I phoned here about an hour ago to try to get on um, I think I can do a wee bit But <laughs> I cannot I honestly cannot defend Alfredo Morelos for much longer uh, He's actually I know he never gave much today before he got sent off um, and Rangers actually became a better team when he wasn't in in the game uh, after he got sent off. But my point is here, my personal opinion is I've kind of had enough. I've kind of had enough of him. Uh, and I've, I think that Rangers should actually be now willing to, to listen to bids and to sell them and to try to get people in who care for this club. I've just listened to what Alex said there. This is now his fifth red card. And now maybe this is the wake-up call now because Stephen Gerrard's come out and criticised them. The wake-up call should have happened two red cards ago. It should have happened three red cards ago. This isn't good for Rangers. This isn't good for your team. And do you know what? I don't know if anybody has went in there and had a right proper pop at him at a half-time because I can't see anybody that can, who can do that to him. And yeah. do you know what? He sold, he sold Rangers right in the river today. I'm not saying he would have made a difference in the game because he wasn't in the game before he got sent off. But for 11 to V10, it makes it difficult for Rangers. And it makes it difficult for the fans. 800 Rangers fans there going to watch that. For him to do something as stupid as that is indefensible. Gordon Diel, what, what, what do you make of Stephen Gerrard's reaction and John's take on it there? I think he's very honest in his reaction. I think it's time that he did come out. Um, yeah, you protect your players as much as you possibly can, but there comes a limit, and I think Morelis has reached that limit with the Rangers manager. I watched him when Morelis was walking off, and the disgust in his face, just mm. looking at Morelis, he went back to the dugout, he sat down, he had his hands in his head, if to say, time and time again, this guy's letting me down. I think one or two of the players must have had a dig at him at half-time. I'd be very surprised if they didn't, because Andy Halliday uh, certainly gave him a mouthful coming off you cannot have that discipline if that was me and I was involved with Rangers Football Club and I was a manager I would be getting them out the door as quick as I possibly can I know what Alex says about what he brings because he is a terrific talent young lad but there comes a time when you chop at Celtic Park in the biggest game of the season you've got to depend on your 11 to keep their discipline doesn't happen with Morelos. In fact, just before the game, somebody down the stairs was actually saying, right, Morelos, yellow card, red card, or will he score his first goal against Celtic? Well, unfortunately for Rangers, it was a red card. You have to go over what Stephen Gerrard said here. 
he is recommending to the board of Rangers Football Club that they take away a man's wages because he is at the end of his tether with this particular individual. He has tried, and this is a man with a long, illustrious professional career behind him. He has tried everything he knows to make Alfredo Morelos a more responsible player and a contributor on the park. Today, he is admitting failure. There is nothing more that Steven Gerrard can do for him. Alex, in your own experience, finding a week's wage, whether that is the the punishment or not, what impact does that have? Or does it does it change from individual to individual? Gordon, if I'm going back to my um, earlier days, I would always try and justify my behaviour when I was a younger man. Oh, he did this to me and he did that and I'm hard done by and I always try, this is just me, and I would always try and play the victim role. And then when I started to get a wee bit more mature, I realised I was letting people down and that's when I effectively went and done it. So I don't think the the hundred pound sorry, the, the one week wages will make a considerable difference to a guy that's on substantial money. But it's just interesting to see where he will be because see, see, uh, you, see when you're sitting in the dressing room and you know you've let people down, it yeah. is a lonely, mm. horrible place because you, the, the responsibility is the realisation of your actions then become apparent I and would, you know you've let them down. I know that the money won't affect them. He won't need to go into income support for the loss of one week's wages. However, it is the symbolism behind the gesture. Yep. It is mm. Stephen Gerrard's way of saying, gentlemen, I have tried everything. I have failed. I cannot change him. He is completely irresponsible. I am recommending to you that you find him a week's wages and recompense the supporters who he betrayed. John and Rutherglen, how are you feeling about the, the football side of things? Because most people who are just using their eyes and watching Rangers feel they're much, much better than last season. Clearly came very close to getting something today. Showed good character. Stephen Gerrard talks about all the positives. Um, and then you've got a situation where depending how the next couple of weeks go, Celtic can still win this by a landslide. So so where, where are Rangers? Well, this is, this is another thing I've got to say as well. I think that Rangers uh, today, when they first started, looked very, very nervy. I thought Dalton and Worrell's passing was absolutely atrocious. I thought the Worrell, in my honest opinion, I'm not here, I'm not on here to slag any Rangers player, but Rangers have got another central defender, their own central defender, and Nicola Tatic sitting on the bench, and he consistently want to play with this Joe Worrell. I honestly don't find that Joe Worrell was Rangers class. It's just my opinion. And I think today kind of summed it up. I think his passing was poor. But I do think the Rangers are making strides. See, to be honest, I don't really think that Celtic controlled that game brilliantly. Maybe the first 20 minutes because they were getting a lot of corner after corner. But really, I think the Rangers could, with another couple of additions, could challenge Celtic. Could. And that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I hope for. But I don't really think that Celtic are that... Much ahead People think And I think the Rangers Deserve to walk out there Today by a point I think it's one of the key areas For me Gordon Where they actually Really have to Look at strengthening uh, Because it's been Katic, Worrell Throughout the course of the season I think Golson Will be better For having the amount Of games he has this year Because he's health issues The last two previous uh, Years So I totally agree I think you know That Worrell In p- periods is, you, you look at him He's given away Needless possession And it just and it, Gives Celtic yeah. momentum Yeah Gordon Dale I know that's something You agree with Oh I've, I've said it's from September In fact I had an argument With uh, Mark Wilson About this one Thursday night I said that Rangers Need to bring in A centre half Mark was Quite rightly said That they had four 
you know, they brought in Cartage and obviously Macaulay came in as well. You've got Goldson in there. Joe, Joe Worrell, I thought, first half was absolutely dreadful. I thought the two centre-halves were better second half because first half they were terrified of Edward. They were really didn't know how to handle him. Second half, they played him a lot, lot better. Mm. I've said, Gordon, and I'll repeat it, if Rangers have any way of winning a league... They have got to sort out yeah. their back four because they, they do not defend. Okay, thanks to John in Rutherglen. We're going to speak to John in Parkhead who wants to talk about Neil Lennon. So the sensible thing to do is hear from the man himself first. It's a brilliant win. It was a brilliant game. Cracking Glasgow Derby and uh, delighted we've come out on the positive side of it. I thought overall we deserved it, but obviously Rangers, when they scored, had the gained the psychological edge. Got a little bit anxious around the stadium and, uh, you know, there really three things at us. But we've come through and we scored a great goal to win it. And I uh, couldn't be more happy for the players and, and the supporters. What's come through your mind when Boyata goes up? Well, we're down to 10 men and it's a case of rejigging things and putting square pegs and round holes. So you can see physically that they are struggling, you know. All, all this football over the last two and a half to three years, is sometimes it catches up. Kieran again, struggling. There's a few aches and pains in there, and obviously we've lost Edric to a bad hamstring injury, so that's a real blow for us. It was quite a, a heated encounter at times today. Not from us, not from us. I mean, Brownie gets elbowed and then he gets punched in the face or pushed in the face. You know, it's disgraceful. You can't, you can't put the two in the one basket. Our players kept their discipline very well, and really Rangers should have been down to nine men rather than ten. You always said today getting a result wouldn't have a bearing on if you, you get the job, but for you personally, what does it mean to get? That's fantastic. That was endurance today, that. It's been a long time since I've been in the dugout of the Celtic Rangers game. It was fraught, but um, you know, we scored two great goals. And ideally, you know, you need that second goal when you're in command, because anything can happen. And to be fair to Rangers, they played some... They've had a real good go at it because they had to. You know, it was their season on the line there. And, um, you know, credit to us to, to see it through and then come again. Was there anything that displeased you about today? Yeah, the second half pressing, we were passive. The goal's a prime example. You know, we don't get uh, tight enough and our two centre-halves were playing far too deep. You know, and then Brownie's coming back deep. So the three are sort of redundant, really, you know, and Rangers are coming at us instead of being further forward and another five or ten yards but apart from that I think attacking wise I thought Edward was absolutely sensational I thought he was absolutely unbelievable today and then Jamesy comes up with a winner as well so and Cham being out since December comes in does a great job for us for an hour really good you know Kieran's playing through pain through injury so the players are given everything and they've done it again the mentality is so strong even at the end of two, one up, you're thinking, just kick it in the corner, but they're still trying to counter-attack for the third, and then the ball's coming back at us again. So a little bit of naivety there. Maybe it's just mental fatigue, I don't know. John and Parkhead. Hi, how you doing, Gordon? Yeah, good, thanks. Right. You know, I'm just, I'm, 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 I haven't listened for years, and who's about the only, sort of, only one left for the, the nine in a row years when Rangers were doing it, right? And, and I used to come on, I spoke to you a few times, and I used to celebrate my Celtic Drew. See these Celtic fans, they better, better watch what they wish for when you were Neil Lennon is a great wee manager, right? He put a team out the day and he done the business. And that's it. It's the, that's, that's the, the be all and end all. I was looking at the statistics on the Sky uh, Sports Air. Celtic deserved to win the match. They dominated the first half. The second half was split. Five minutes before Rangers scored, Rangers came into it. Celtic deserved to win it. And every Celtic fan sitting at half time with their tea or at the game wouldn't have been slagging Neil Lennon's uh, choices of uh, players then. So I just want some of the Celtic fans Just watch what they say Be careful Rafael Benitez And 
David Moyes. We then has got a proven record at Parkhead. I and I think we should just I think we should just embrace that. You know, one thing, Gordon, I just to put to your your panel. We were eight points clear when Neil Lennon took the Joe Bright. Neil Lennon has gained five points more in four matches. But it took us a lot more matches than that to get eight points clear. So if Neil Lennon pulls another three points, he's basically doubled. He's basically he's basically got eight points in about five or six games. So I think people should just sit back, especially Celtic fans should just sit back and look at that. You'll understand. That, you'll understand, John, that a club as big as Celtic are entitled to take their time over the appointment of the successor to Brendan Rodgers because Brendan Rodgers took management at Celtic Park to a different level, won seven trophies in a row, and then under Acrimonious circumstances Left the club in a hurry And Neil Lennon has accepted the responsibility But Celtic have to take their time The Celtic supporters are split Over Neil Lennon Of that there is no question And Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell Must take their time Assess what Neil does Between now and the end of the season And make the decision Hmm. Whether he is the one they want Or whether they want someone else So it's only fair Neil is still doing the audition Now John, you as a supporter have watched and been thrilled by late goal at Tynecastle, Edward. Late goal at Dens Park, Edward. Late goal at Celtic Park, Forest. In some ways, those dramatic finishes, bringing nine points in total, have also brought with it concerns about the way that Celtic have played over the course of those games. All of these things are in the mix. And that's why the board uh, Or Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell Must take their time And assess things properly Once it's all over and done with uh, Mark Wilson is a fair point When Neil Lennon was appointed We, we stood here that night And we looked at What, what will it be based on uh, Completing the treble Obviously And when you looked at the league Everyone accepted that Celtic were favourites Because they were 8 points clear But people asked the question Can he grow the gap Or if the gap If the gap shrinks significantly even if Celtic still win the league That would be a cause for concern He's turned an 8 point gap Into a 13 point gap Before the end of March mm-hmm. Don't think you can Ignore yeah, that Gordon I don't think you can When he took the job over One of the first things I said was that point Now I thought it was hugely important The points gap Because Celtic fans Would jump on the fact Of that points gap Shrunk And Steven Gerrard Got closer to him But then The other side of it When it now grows And it grows with a performance like that today Not perfect in the second half But still getting over the line Then he's getting the job done And he's doing it Hugh was saying yesterday That he thought Celtic had to win with a bit of style yeah, he, you know, he, he thought Celtic had to win with a bit of style today I, I disagreed with that I thought Celtic just had to win His points are the important thing If Neil Lennon keeps winning Then I can't see why that would be a problem to Celtic fans He's not going to always play Sparkling football Brendan Rodgers has a style And we're seeing it With Leicester City Absolutely. Now He changed him Right away Neil Lennon's got a way of playing But the way he plays Often gets the winning result And that was the all important thing Today Final word to you John Hi Just two more points uh, Two more quick ones Rangers are a better team I know You to remember Rangers are by far a better team Than what they were uh, under Kachinia and that I mean you can argue well, They're more further away in points Doesn't matter on, on the pitch uh, I'm, I'm a wee bit more scared When we play Rangers now Than what I was uh, Last season And secondly Neil Lennon's not made any signings He's not made one sign This is all players That he's inherited 
That's actually that, that's yeah. actually a fair point, Good Gordon, Gordon yeah. Diel, because a lot, most, most Celtic fans are determined to phone mm. up this show and tell us that Rangers haven't improved. But John's actually saying, no, I, I think they have, and therefore that's a compliment to Celtic. Yeah, I think Rangers showed a lot of character, especially second half, but they had nothing to lose, Gordon. They kept two up top and they had a go. And um, they will feel a bit uh, hard done by thinking they probably could have got a point here today. But Neil Lennon's come in. He's playing his own style of football. Under Brendan Rodgers, everything was played out from the back. Sometimes Neil doesn't do that. He played a, a lot of... Uh, early balls to Edward today who I thought first half was absolutely brilliant I said on Tuesday Gordon my opinion of Neil Lennon simple if he beats Rangers and he beats Aberdeen now the reason I'm saying that because I think if they beat Aberdeen in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup with the fact they won in another treble I think they'll be too good for Hearts or Inverness and I'm not being mm. disrespectful so I think that Aberdeen game if he goes and wins that and he gets into the final and I expect him to win the final if he gets there I think he'll cement the job We've got more calls and more post-match reaction coming up next After they play You have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray and Gordon DL are here We're still here for another 40 minutes or so Because there's so much to discuss after that game 2-1 to Celtic if you haven't heard I've no idea where you've been But you missed quite an afternoon Celtic winning by two goals to one They go 13 points clear Uh, A goal in the first half from Odson Edward Alfredo Morelos given a straight red after 13 minutes Ryan Kent really bringing the game to life with a goal Plenty more flash points And then James Forrest bags the winner So, so much to discuss Let's speak to Ian in Holytown Hi Ian Hi guys Uh, Thanks for letting me on I would just like to to say The difference in between Supposedly uh, 9 million pound strikers Morelos and Edward I thought the first 45 minutes Edward was outstanding When he was getting uh, the ball played into feet and stuff And he was holding the ball up And creating loads of chances Where Morelos just Wasn't interested He wasn't at the races I thought Obviously I'm a Celtic fan But I would just like to turn and say that I thought Neil Lennon's substitutions today Were very questionable uh, I don't. I, I, I can't understand why he took Johnny Hayes off at half time. Just complete waste of substitution, and end up putting us down to ten men. But I'd just like to mm. hear the panels. Well, well it's, in, it's, in, it's interesting, Ian. We, we said that because see, at half time, I thought it was a positive substitution by Neil Lennon, purely for the point of view is he wanted to get another player in an offensive role who could actually have more of an impact that Johnny uh, Johnny Hayes was having, and that may well have happened within a few moments when Sinclair breaks the lines. And then it's a brilliant save by Alan yeah. McGregor. So the thing is, it could quite easily have been a brilliant substitution within a couple of minutes. Yeah. Unfortunately for Neil Lennon, mm-hmm. then it, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't, yeah. doesn't materialise like that. But Alec, I, 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 totally I, I totally agree with you 100% there. But after the first four or five minutes when Scott Sinclair came on, he actually done nothing at all. It's interesting, yeah. but can you tell me, other than the James Forrest, out of the Celtic offensive ones, who actually did make an impact in the second half because there wasn't a great no, standout. No. But that's the point. So you, you're coming on and saying, oh, Sinclair didn't do this, that. And the next thing for me, James Forrest... Obviously, the game changed. Absolutely. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, what I'm saying is, Gordon, that the, it's okay coming on here and saying Sinclair. You look at the goal return he gets and he, he is a threat from goals. You just have to look at it. I think he's 17 goals already. He has done it in the previous couple of years as well. And he could quite easily have done it within a few moments. But 
this is what happens. You go, the substitution's rubbish, but within two minutes, because of Alan McGregor, not only anger, makes the save that actually effectively kind of yeah, keeps, yeah. keeps, well, keeps, keeps Rangers three, again. three inches away from being a great change Absolutely, at that stage. Yeah. Uh, Gordon, what did you make of Ian's initial point about Odson Edward? How was he today? Yeah, I thought first half he was uh, fantastic. I've got to say that. Um, he caused all sorts of problems. He was his link-up play was very good, and you're sitting watching him going one and one and with, uh, with Worrell, and you're thinking they're only one winner here, and the ball ends up in the back of net. He's got a habit of scoring against Rangers. Second half, he wasn't as effective, I've got to say, but he obviously sets up Forrest for the the winning goal. But uh, Neil Lennon was fully praised for him. He is a terrific talent, and as I said, first half he really was in top of his game. Yeah, Edward, uh, first half unplayable, second half unnoticed. Uh, so, you know, he's made his contribution. Uh, Celtic have got away with one today, I think, as a, a Celtic supporter said earlier. Uh, at 1 1, the jacket was on the proverbial sugarly peg, uh, and they've stolen up the park, helped by Andy Halliday, and they have. But saying that, that, Hugh, they get away with one. That kind of signals that perhaps they were one down and they get a goal in the 84th minute or whenever they score to draw one each and they've got away with one. They've won the game 2 1. You know, so how's that getting away with one? Well, and you go in. I'd like to ask you another question if I could. I'd just like to think, uh, as he's your opinion, and Christopher Ayer, how he's coming on, plus another thing. I would like to say that I thought we all uh, in charm today for not playing for the last but maybe four or five months. Fourteen I weeks or so, that's right. Well, I thought he came in today and I thought he was outstanding. The first first half, I thought he lost a wee bit of wind in the second half. And I thought that's when Celtic actually looked, started losing the grip of the game and the charm started fading a wee bit. I think the whole team faded from the from the very first whistle in the second half. The whole team just faded. Uh and I said while the game was in progress they are sitting up and begging for a sucker punch and it duly arrived from Ryan Kent Going back to Ian's point there about the boy Ayer they rate him very highly at Parkhead well, you, you mentioned at the top of the show uh, Ollie Burke he says that he was the guy more or less if it came a foot race Ayer can match him which has surprised me because of his size he's committed to the cause he, he defends for his life and Celtic, Celtic have recognised that and given them a four or five year contract. So that suggests everything. And he's just coming along nicely. He's been out on loan and he's now back playing you know, on a regular basis. It brings so much to the team when you've got a centre half who can stroll out of defence with a ball, Absolutely. you know, and, and go by a centre forward like Morelos. We've seen that a couple of times. Morelos just basically gave up on him, you know, because Morelos will not chase you back. That's such a plus for Celtic to have, you know, strolling in midfield. And that's why balls were getting played into midfielder McGregor. And Edward And then they're be able to turn And attack Rangers All comes from Ayer But he's not just got that Defensively Huge for Celtic today How caller mentioned it earlier His tackle In the last few minutes Was exceptional And you, you heard the, the comment From Stephen Gerrard That was buried amongst Some other more controversial stuff <laughs> But he said Um Joe Worrell had the chance to put Ayer He didn't say He pronounced it yeah, quite in a funny way it, And that's yes, why yeah. people maybe missed it um, He had the chance to put Ayer Into the stand or something like that So he thinks Worrell should have thrown himself at that ball The way that Ayer did He should actually have taken every man The man, the ball a lot into the net And actually at the time I was thinking about it Because it was just begging to get there Ayer's stretching to then clear it And I thought it was a, an opportunity To take the whole shooting match into the net Gordon Olivier and Cham Did he impress you considering the length of time he's been out? 
Yeah, it, it looked like he was tired, and obviously, and that's why the substitution was made. He is a good talent in Cham. He's a good player. Um, and I think Neil Lennon will be delighted to get a, a bit of game time into him. Um, I, I just think that, you know, you were talking about substitutions and everything. I, I thought that Celtic would make a substitution at half-time, especially 11 v 10, their total control of the game. But if Neil's in that dressing room and you're looking at Tierney even walking off at half-time, the boy looked like he was struggling. I was very surprised that he took Hayes off to say, look, we'll give this 10, 15 minutes, see how Tierney is. If he's not be able to carry on, get him off. Did you know? Did you know? Say at half time, you would have taken his off. Yeah, but I didn't know. <laughs> I, but I didn't know at the time, Mark, that Tierney uh, uh, wouldn't last the ninety minutes. Now, if you're in Neil Lennon, surely though. Well, I, I think probably he would because he's obviously in the dressing room and he's probably on the treatment table, maybe getting a bit of treatment before he comes back out in the second half. I didn't think he's. Was played very, very well in the first half. I thought his deliveries were poor. But I'm talking about because of the, the loss, Tierney, all of a sudden they changed their shape and, and started playing a three at the back. And, and you know, it, it upset the rhythm a little bit for me. So I would have given it, if I knew that Tierney wouldn't last the game, I would have given it 15 minutes and then said, look, you're not going to last the game, then bring on a wide player. Now, I think that Scott Sinclair, I would play him. I'm a big fan of him. I know that it's a split decision with other people and some of the Celtic fans like him, some of them don't see what he brings. But when you score 17, 18 goals uh, most seasons, I think that's a, a good return. And uh, uh, Alec touched on it just uh, earlier. If he goes through and he puts that one in the back of net, it's a fantastic goal and the game's over. Mm. But great save from McGregor we spoke a bit about Joe Worrell let's hear from him obviously disappointing to lose the game I think we were the better team in the second half and we had 10 men so it's frustrating that we couldn't put in the performance we did in the second half in the first half and we had an extra man well not an extra man the same man but no I think we can be proud of ourselves coming to, to this ground in front of a packed out stadium and showing some real character in the second half to, to nearly edge it do the players think that Alfredo has let you all down the manager spoke about it. It's his discretion. Move on from that. How do you feel when you are? You're not going to get anything out of me. It's it's up to the manager to to do that, not the players. Do you feel like you're going to shot yourselves in the foot with the goals you've lost today? It's it's frustrating. We've done it a couple of times this season, and that's why there's such a big gap at the top. I think we're our own worst enemy at times. I think we play some really really good stuff. Um, should score. And then we go and make mistakes like that, but it is what it is. That's football, and that's why it's a sport we all enjoy. And I just think that looking back on it, we can be proud of what we did in that second half with 10 men. The beauty of league football is that every result has a knock on effect. And Paul is a Kilmarnock fan who wants to discuss today's result. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, just a bit of a bittersweet pill for me to score today because I was desperately wanting Celtic to win, uh, but convincingly because that narrows the gap between Kamalak and Rangers to six points. And I truly believe that Kamalak can catch Rangers, especially if we actually get a home game this time when the, the, the break happens. Uh, however, the bitter part is the manner in which Celtic won. Uh, I just wonder if that's just stamped Steve, uh, Steve Clark's passport to Parkhead now. So I just wonder what the panel thinks of that Well as I said to the earlier caller Celtic, a club as big as Celtic Are entitled to take time To replace a manager Who was as stellar An appointment as Brendan Rodgers was They had two and a half years 
of unqualified success, seven trophies. So they are entitled to take their time over the process of appointing his successor. At the moment, Neil Lennon is doing the audition and must be given time to finish the job and see by what margin Celtic win this league. Do they win the cup as well? Is it a treble treble? So for me, it's early yet to bring anyone's name into the mm. equation, including Steve Clark, who obviously is in the thoughts of the Celtic supporters. What about the league table, Gordon DL? Because six points separating Rangers and Kilmarnock with seven games to go. They have to play each other again. Uh, Paul's talking about maybe, you know, maybe it'll be at Rugby Park. Alfredo Morelos is going to miss around half of Rangers' remaining games. Of course they're still in the driving seat, but are you giving Kilmarnock an outside chance? Um, not really, and you can have the argument that Rangers have not won the last five. Uh, so they're not in great form. Kilmarnock uh, had a terrific result yesterday against Hamilton Aki's at home, scoring five. Steve Clark's doing a fantastic job down there, but I just think that Rangers will have enough to finish second. Yeah, I think a lot of people would, would agree, Alex, but you can certainly see, I mean, you have Absolutely. to ask the question because b- yeah. before today, Rangers were 10 points behind and people were saying, can they catch Celtic? If Kelly are only six behind, I think it's only fair that you, you ask the question. I think it's a very valid point by Paul coming on the show. He, he's obviously looking at his own team's interests. He's looking for second place on the back of a very good win yesterday. I said in the show yesterday, I felt as if Steve Clark, you know, for me, is the manager of the year. I think, you know, the consistency over the period he's been. Around with the resources I think he's done a terrific job Can they catch Rangers? So you're looking at six points I think the goal difference is plus 30 or something So that's another point effectively So if Rangers win a couple of games It then becomes more difficult for uh, Kamala to catch them But you know, whilst the points tallies And you know, it's still there mathematically Then obviously you still feel as if you've got a chance I think when so, you look at the, the form of the, the teams in the season And Rangers, how they've dropped points at places You, you probably don't expect them to drop points That's where you you see it, it could be possible you know uh, but it's up to Kelly Kelly also have to uh, you know win almost every week Commander's only won two out of the last eight or nine games Gordon so yeah. you know you put it on the corner mm. I take taking point Rangers haven't won in five yeah Kelly's so, the so same there's, yeah. so there's, there's all these permutations well, you know Paul doesn't need me to remind him that Kelly scored five goals yesterday with five different goal scorers on a day when they left out Eamon Brophy and Jordan Jones all I would say on that particular topic is that it would be a source of Profound discomfort for Rangers If they did not even finish in second place And uh, Stephen Gerrard Would have a bit of explaining to do If that were the case Final word to you Paul uh, Just a quick thing uh, Hugh said that uh, earlier on That Morelis was perhaps in the wrong city Is he talking about Aberdeen or Dundee? <laughs> no he's talking about Because you mentioned uh, Obviously they were the wrong city Because of the old firm But the actual reality was You know when you look at the Aberdeen He's been sent off against him Several times <laughs> No, but what I mean is, and I, I did say it at the time, it's the intensity of the rivalry. Maybe that is what uh, gets to him. Yeah, because people keep telling us, a lot of Rangers fans, the the, the defence is, he didn't event, he was never sent off in Finland. What does yeah. that tell you about Scotland? Well, the question could be, what does it tell you about Alfredo Morelos' ability to handle a change in atmosphere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you get back to it. He's not getting a red card today unless he lashes out at Scott Brown. So... You know, he could have turned around and given Scott Brown a mouthful. He wouldn't have been sent off for it, but he chose hmm. the, the, the physical route. James Forrest was the match winner on the day. We're going to hear from him next. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line.
Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are here Still time for you to get your calls in After Celtic won 2-1 against Rangers And moved 13 points clear A couple of other talking points Red card for Morelos and a red card for Andy Halliday But after the game uh, he got his second booking James Forrest was the match winner Here's what he had to say How important is your captain? He seems to be the centre of everything Either inspirational or controversial yeah, no, he's, he's he's unbelievable. I think for the, I think for the squad, uh, he, on and off the park, he's never uh, played with anyone uh, that's, that's got so much about him. And you see him on the park, he just gets everyone, gets everyone working. And, and you see him, he, he managed to. Uh, I don't know what happened with the red card, but he's he's always just keep going. He's always fighting, and you see him at the end. He's he's uh, he's, he's real. He's a real plus for for to have in the team. What's he bringing to the, the party at the moment James Forrest Because well, yeah. I don't think anyone would say It was a vintage afternoon for him But is it 21 goals Is that club and country I think yeah, it might I think be um, Just the end product Gordon now You know from He's grown from just being an out and out winger Where he would get to the touchline and deliver To someone who comes inside Links up play Plays the first time passes Like you see today for Edward's goal But then adds goals And that's the big thing A wide guy We speak about it with Rangers With Kent and Gandes They need to help out Morel as well Celtic don't have that problem Because they've got Sinclair one side But they've got James Forrest Who provides And he scores And that's the big thing And he's doing it for club and country Disappointing international break from there But he's done it in the past for country I well, think he's, what, he's had a 20, very what did we good say? 20, 21, 21, 21 is, yeah. What we'll say about him Gordon and I, and I think you have to give Brendan Rodgers terrific credit for this because there was there were supporters on here about three, four years ago going, he's not good enough yeah, for Celtic. Right. He has taken his game to another level. And when I say that, because the actual goal contribution that he has actually given in the last couple of years have been excellent. And by goal setting as well, he comes in off the line. And that's what we're saying during the game. You're looking for Kent to come in one side and Morelos, uh, uh, sorry, Candias to come in the other side. And he, they do it natural now, uh, the both wingers for Celtic, and you can actually see that with the returns I've got. When you look at the way he's impacted the big moments in the game, Hugh, the, the match-winning goal, obviously, but the pass for Edouard's first goal to take it, because a lot of people might focus on, on Rangers' mistake giving it away, but to take it so quickly yeah. on his bad foot and find Edouard, that shows what he's, what he's bringing. When he played against the Kazakhstan for Scotland, and we all know what happened there, and then was left out of the game, San Marino, his head could have dropped could have come back from that international double header, uh, feeling not so great about life, but he got onto the part today and was first class. Uh, in the first half, I thought he was unplayable as well, where Rangers were concerned. Uh, and it's that quickness of thought and quickness of action uh, that brought about the, the Edward pass and therefore the Edward goal. He also raises a point there about Scott Brown. In his way, Scott Brown is going to be, I think, one of the most difficult players for Celtic to replace since Henrik Larsson left the club. And by that, I mean, he is so influential that there is no Scott Brown number two at Celtic Park. And sooner rather than later, Celtic are going to have to replace Brown and it's going to be one heck of a job. We're going to speak to Robert, who's a Rangers fan in Newlands. Let's do Frank and Clydebank first. Hi, Frank. Hi, you. How you doing, guys? Good, thanks. Uh, my point is, do you, do you think Stephen Gerrard's maybe lost the dressing room of it? Because for a guy that was a captain in Liverpool, he's played the highest level with English national team and all the rest of it. These guys don't seem to respect him. Who, who do you mean? Who doesn't? Do you mean Morelos? They just players themselves. They play in that dressing room. I think you're completely wrong, Frank, and I'll tell you why. Uh, 
if you had no respect for a manager and the dressing room was lost, then Rangers would not have got the performance out of their players that they did when they went down to 10 men following the red card for Morelos. As Steven Gerrard said in his post-match interview, when it was 10 Rangers men against uh, 11 Celtic men, Rangers were actually on top. So that is not consistent with a manager who does not have the full respect of the players. What about with with Morelos in mind, Hugh? Because people are, most people that we are hearing on the phones will say, you know, it's, Mor- it's Morelos's it's Morelos' problem Can Steven Gerrard do more? Should he do more? If he was You know Can he manage that situation better? Uh, Steven Gerrard has said today In so many words There's nothing I can do with this guy I've tried everything I've gone above and beyond As he put it himself uh, And he has said that Unless Morelos can change his personality There is nothing more That Steven Gerrard As manager of the club can do Frank what about your own team today? Uh, we played well considering uh, we had a lot of injuries and I think myself we got a great result considering the injuries we had Who we, are the injuries Frank? Frank who are the injuries you're talking about? Pardon? Who are the injuries you're talking about? Well I would say uh, Young thing was, was not 100% fit Tierney, Tierney. Aye uh, Cham is But they're, not, they're not injured they played I know he played, but he's, he's no fully. I wouldn't say they were hundred percent match fit. Match fit. Yeah, well, listen. You can see where Frank's coming from in the sense that Cham and Tierney had to be risked. Tierney was a risk that, that didn't pay off. He's now injured. Bayata hmm. is injured. We yeah, won't be seeing them anytime soon. He missed out. And but listen, Celtic, big squad. Uh, you know, big squad players. You know, more than capable of coming in and and getting a result. And they did. You know, Neil Lennon may have taken one or two risks, but. Still got the job done And that will be uh, A gold star in his jota As opposed to a black mark on his record uh, And as I say Celtic are entitled to take their time Brendan Rodgers brought A special luster To Scottish football And to Celtic in particular And Celtic have to weigh up Whether they need to go mm. Into the top drawer Or whether they have this great Celtic man in charge of the team And he can be charged with the responsibility of Let's be perfectly honest The next Celtic manager has to win 9 in a row And then he has to win 10 Or he's regarded as a failure Robert is a Rangers fan from Newlands What are your thoughts on today Robert? Afternoon panel um, Obviously I'm very upset by the result um, But I felt the, 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 the man management of not playing Glenn Kamara Instead of Ross McCrory, it was a big mistake. It was fatal. You need a, you need a midfielder in there that can hold the ball, pass it very well. And although I like uh, McCrory, I just felt that Glenn Kamara should have started. I was very, very upset that he wasn't starting today. Um, I felt that Rangers were the better team in the second half. And to win, to, to lose 2 1 is obviously very, very upsetting. However, I, I feel that Stephen Gerrard. Um, will need a few answers after today's game because the fact that he didn't put Glenn Kamara on a lot earlier than he should have will answer a few questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think one of the things we spoke about prior to kick-off was what does Ross McCrory bring to the game? And we uh, uh, for that intensity, trying to get a pressing game going, he would be the ideal candidate, hence the reason why he, he put him on there. Uh, and I'm not exactly sure that Kamara has that level of intensity in his game. 
uh, may well be something he wants to work on. But um, you know, latterly as the game come on, you know, you're looking for Kamara to get on the ball. We said at the time he's a technician, he, he gets the ball and before it was the right time to bring him on purely because we felt as if at that point Rangers looked like a team in the ascendancy. Yeah, I mean Mark when the teams came out, we understood it because McCrory did such a good job at Ibrooks, and you're expecting Celtic to have the ball, and maybe he can be the guy to intercept things and break things up. Hindsight's brilliant, but he just had a very, very quiet afternoon. I can't remember him doing much to stand out. However, I will say this: we we were chatting about Celtic's danger players, and Callum McGregor was going to be one of those, and that was a big plus that he was playing in that position. Didn't see Callum McGregor do much. So for a defensive player. You keep your opposite number quiet Sometimes you see that as a success I don't think Ross McCrory is ever going to be a guy Who splits defences home Quietly went about his business However as the game went on I think you know Robert's right Kamara's the one in there that you'd rather on the ball Who can make forward passes Make things work But not one of his best afternoons But I wouldn't say it's a disaster He still kept McGregor quiet uh, And I, I tend to agree with Stephen Gerrard Because he'd done such a good job at Ibrox you tend to see it was an easy decision putting them back in there. I don't think the decision to play uh, McCrory instead of Kamara is the, the main talking point for Steven Gerrard is concerned. From now until the summertime, the debate is, can he go on and one day remove the title from Celtic Park? Where does and this leave us all then, Hugh Keevans? Because we're running out of time. Sum it all up for us today. It leaves us with Celtic having won the title. Eight in a row has been accomplished. Neil Lennon is still in the pole position to be the full-time manager. He must now concentrate on the treble treble and that means taking care of Aberdeen in the Scottish Cup semi-final. Steven Gerrard is 13 points behind Celtic. For the Rangers supporters, that is unacceptable. If the margin grows, it adds to the pressure on Steven Gerrard. He's already said he wants to be there next season. He wants the board to back him in the summer. They will have to back him. The squad will need... Refurbishment if it's going to catch up with Celtic So it's a good day for Celtic and for Neil Lennon It is a day for Stephen Gerrard to think and pause Thank you Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray and Gordon DL For joining us on the phones Big thanks for all your calls and tweets It was very busy but we're back tomorrow at 6 o'clock To do it all over again And stay where you are because the UK Chart Show is up next <laughs>